Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. TGIF, is it Friday? Do we get a weekend? Hey, if we're all here and you have time to listen to a sports talk show, then you're probably doing okay enough. And uh, we're trying to all stay okay as uh, we are all hunkered down. My name is Rick Tittle. I'll be on the air for the next three hours as I am, as is I am, as I am um, every weekday from uh, 9 a.m. to noon out here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Scott back in the studios in San Francisco. I'm in my home. Uh, in the uh, East Bay Hills, across the bay, looking out at the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, it's a sunny day. Hope wherever you are, you're doing all right. But uh, for the next three hours, we'd love to talk to you about the topic of sports. Now, you hear a lot of shows out there, and especially Sports Byline, we've got a great lineup. Um, there are shows that concentrate on just one particular sport, and, and uh, they do a great job of it. I'm a wide open, baby. The gamut. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, water, racing, boxing, Olympics, go to toilet, ball, chess, tickers, rugby, cricket. Also on Fridays in the first hour, we bring in our friend Jan Wall for a kind of a little break. And we'd get into the entertainment. She's a film critic. She always has these uh, eclectic guests. So she'll join us in the second half of the first hour to talk about uh, entertainment, movies, and things like that. Uh, at 10.40 in about an hour and a half... Our friend Captain Keith Colburn will be with us again. And uh, Keith Colburn's been on the show three times before. He is from Deadliest Catch, and uh, he is going to talk about the 16th season of the Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch uh, coming out again. And then uh, Sheldon Howdenshield will join us at 11.10. He's got uh, something. I just lost program. Now I have an echo of myself. Well, we'll figure it out. Anyway, for the love of dirt, not Joe Dirt, but we'll talk to him at 1110. Big shout out to the troops listening on American Forces Radio Network as well. The number to call, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus. The TVS Television Network. For decades, your home for great sports TV is back. You can watch six TVS sports channels now streaming on WatchYour.TV. It's free and it's on the Internet as well as on Roku, Android, and iPhone and iPad apps. Watch TVS Sports Network, TVS Classic Sports Network, TVS Turbo Sports Network, TVS Women's Sports Network, TVS Tavern Sports Network, and TVS Boxing Network. That's TVS Television Network. Six free channels at WatchYour.TV. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. This first segment, lines are open on the Progressive guest line. Get your quote on Progressive.com today. Just go to 800-878-PLAY. Forbes has been trying to get into the sports world uh, for a long time, and, of course, the way they do that is they start talking about uh, revenue and finances and things like that when it comes to sports. 
And every year they put out a list uh, in each league of how much the teams are worth. And when you look at um, the list, the Yankees, of course, come in at number one. And they are now behind only the Dallas Cowboys as the most viable sports franchise. Now, you can get into the Manchester Uniteds and the Real Madrids and things like that, but it goes Cowboys, Yankees on the planet Earth. The Yankees come in at $5 billion, $5 billion. I think it's interesting the way Forbes does it. They say $5,000 million. <laughs> it's just, who talks like that? $5,000 million? That sounds like a jillion, gillion, billion, billion. But anyway, $5 billion for the Yanks. The top five, uh, with the Dodgers at two at three point four billion, Red Sox three point three, Chicago Cubs three point two, and the only other team over three are the Giants at three point one. So if you knew the Giants back when they were a candlestick, it would be ludicrous to think that they would ever be worth that much. But winning three straight World Series titles and having a stadium that uh is beloved and there are places like in Arizona and in Arlington where a, or in Atlanta where a 20-year-old stadium would be past its uh, prime right now. <clears throat> but the, I think the starkest thing to look at this is that the Yankees are worth $1.6 billion more than the next team, the Dodgers. So they are far and away the most lucrative uh, team. Um, I always look to see where my Oakland A's are. They're the same as, as they were last year, $1.1 billion. And when I think about the A's and the Coliseum and how cheap they are, it's amazing to think that they're worth $1.1 billion. In fact, there's only one Major League Baseball team that Forbes says is worth less than a billion, and that's the Miami Marlins at $980 million. Rounding out the bottom five, it's A's then Reds, then Rays, then Royals, and then Marlins. And that's interesting with the Royals because they totally refurbished Kauffman Stadium a few years ago. They put in a Hall of Fame there. They won a couple of pennants with the World Series as well. And that market is just super small. You look at teams that are worth a lot of money that stink, like the Angels, who haven't done anything for 20 years. They're worth $1.9 billion because they're in Orange County. I mean, these things are pretty self-evident. But if you look back at the, speaking of Tampa, a uh, shipping magnate from the Tampa area named George Steinbrenner bought the New York Yankees in 1973. He paid $8.8 million. Now, I remember what that sounded like in 1973, $8.8 .8 million. I think the Jim Rice was getting $100,000 a year, and I was like, what? Somebody's making $100,000 a year. So $8.8 million was a lot of money, but yeah, no. That's a pretty good investment for sure. <laughs> I mean, the um, I mean, Major League Baseball has kind of seen this before where this there's a global calamity of something, whether a pandemic or world wars, and equity values plummet, and the future – get scary, but the teams hold their value. And I don't think anybody knows that better than the Ricketts family. They are a billionaire family. They bought the Chicago Cubs from the Chicago Tribune 
as the recession was coming to an end. This was a year after the S&P uh, 500 fell almost 40%. That was in 2009. So the Ricketts at that time paid a record $700 million for not just the Cubs. They also got Wrigley Field. And then they paid another $145 million for the Tribune's 25% stake in Comcast Sportsnet Chicago, which, of course, has the Bulls and the Blackhawks as well. So the Cubs in this time have also won a World Series for the first time since World War I, speaking of which. And they have appreciated almost five times in about 10 years, which is amazing. $3.2 billion. And as I mentioned, they are the fourth most valuable team uh, in baseball. The average MLB team value was about 4% rising. The average MLB value for a team is $1.85 billion. So I look at my A's and how much did they make? How much did they rise last year? And the answer is zero. The only, just looking at it, the only other two teams that have risen zero are the Royals, the Indians, and the Tigers, and the D backs. Everybody else has gone up except one team, which has gone down, which I think you can figure out who that is. It's the Miami Marlins and their fire sale. So we know that MLB is trying to get in uh, as many games as they can. Right now they're shooting for 100 games, which obviously is about you know two-thirds the normal number of 162, a little less than two-thirds. Um, the league would love <clears throat> to avoid returning money on their television deals, and that's the thing. They've already been paid. They're going to have to take the money and give it back. So Fox had already extended its national media deal with baseball back in November of 2018, and they paid 50% more for a seven-year deal. That's going to begin in two years. So if you look at the other two media partners on a national level, which, of course, is ESPN and Turner, they're going to pay the same amount of increases as well. So the the regional sports networks on local cable deals is a lot trickier to estimate, especially when you know teams own equity in their own regional sports networks. And that situation applies not just to the Cubs, but to the Yankees with their Yes Network, with Nesson, the New England Sports Network, uh, for the Red Sox, the Mets, and the Reds uh, as well. But in either case, teams could provide their – regional sports networks with more non-MLB programming, streaming options. What they're going to try and do is say, we don't need to give you any money back because we're giving you this. So I always wondered how much of MLB revenue is in gate. And it's actually more than I thought. Last year, Major League Baseball's total revenue, $10.5 billion is what they brought in. 10.5 billion. Gate receipts were 3.2 billion. That is a lot, you know. So the gate matters. And remember, though, you're supposed to split it with the visiting team. National television networks came in close at 3.1 billion. 
the local media. They put that into the regional sports networks on the radio stations as well. That comes in at $2.2 billion. Then just straight up sponsorships for your team. That would be the advertising revenue. That's $1.1 billion. And then baseball also gets about a billion dollars from what they call other stadium revenue, meaning people who own their arenas, like, say, the Giants, when they bring in the Rolling Stones, the Giants, their coffers ring. And the soul in purgatory will wing. When the soul, when the coin in the coffer chimes, the soul in purgatory climbs. Those had to do with indulgences back in the days of, uh, well, we'll get into that later. Coming up next, Jan Wall. less for our craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep call now for prices and free information on today's craftmatic adjustable beds and then decide when you see how little they cost rated number one by consumers nationwide on consumeraffairs.com craftmatic beds come in all mattress types including cool gel memory foam for up to 50 percent less than today's leading memory foam brand enjoy temporary relief of low back pain poor circulation nighttime heart for mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him... It's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, it is uh, Friday, and in the first hour, we always talk a little entertainment, and then uh, we bring in our good buddy, film critic extraordinaire, famous worldwide, Jan Wall. How are you, Jan? Hey, Rick, in your Easter bonnet. With all, the, I mean, the, you know, the kind of thing I do is make lists of holiday movies. And right now I did Passover and Easter movies. And did you know that there's one movie that has both an Easter scene and a Passover scene? Which one is that? History of the World Part One, Mel Brooks. He, uh, he yeah. plays a waiter during the Last Supper. Remember, he's the waiter and he's taking everybody's <laughs> orders during the Last Supper. One of right. the world's funny scenes. And then he also plays Moses who has a fairly, I give you now the 15, whoops, 10 commandments. And it's just very, you know, it gives you a little bit of both. Very good stuff. All right, we'll talk a little movies in a bit. But uh, we also have on the line Rachel Domber from Arbor, Arbor's Records, I should say, in Clearwater, Florida. Um, they, uh, She and her late husband, Matt, have been awarded the uh, very prestigious Satchmo Award from the Jazz Club of Sarasota, Rachel, congratulations um, for people uh, who are hearing this for the first time. What what does that entail, the Satchmo Award? Oh, it's such a wonderful uh, honor to have received this on behalf of my husband, who passed away several years ago in our Arbor's Records uh, label. Um, we had been working, you know, since the 1990s on producing. Uh, classical jazz and uh, it's been a labor of love and we've devoted our time to it because we love the musicians and we want to preserve uh, as much as we can of what was going on at the time up to this date. So um, out of the blue um, they selected our label and my husband and I to receive it um, and looking at all the previous uh, recipients, uh, like George Ween and uh, um, all the famous, you know, musicians that have lived, uh, Houston Person last year and other people, I, my first reaction was, well, I really don't think we fit into this cari- uh, category because uh, like Dave Brubeck and all these other people were so instrumental in in providing their style of jazz, and we are just collecting it and trying to 
keep it going and um, because of our love of it and our intense feeling that we want it to continue. Um, so I I didn't feel we fed into that category, but they insisted we did because we do provide uh, the link to keeping this alive. So I guess my first reaction was that we didn't fit, but then, of course, I accepted the award, and we are unbelievably pleased Rachel, you know, to have received Rachel. it. Rachel, this is Jan Wall, and I am a huge Louis Armstrong fan. Right now I'm looking at a photograph of his. Uh, anytime Louis showed up, anytime Satchmo showed up, uh, it elevated the material, whether it was music or movies or anything. Uh, I am such a fan. So for you to get an award named after Satchmo, what did that mean to you? Well, it's it's overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just overwhelming. I don't um, – I was – taken back and uh i've had a lot of feedback from people about it um but me personally i'm just um i guess in all of that all this stuff we've been doing has has uh come to this you know so it it's i'm still taking it in if you know what i mean sure no exactly so you're your husband Matt, then this was in the '80s. He was a lawyer and a, just a jazz fan, and he was friends with Rick Fay. So this is how yes. the label got started. Is that right? Yes, my husband was uh, multi-talented, and he had a law firm in New York City, Dover and Ward, and he would he would work uh, with consulting with like Walter Ruther and Chavez in California and uh, different. Uh, states and also we were into real estate in western Pennsylvania and West Virginia and um, anyway I'm 81 and he would have been 91 now at at the time we started which was actually in 1989 he was getting kind of bored with all the nitty gritty lawyering and building and things like that and he always has such an interest in he was a renaissance man he had an interest and passion in music and art and you know history so he 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 just loved and he also was a fraternity brother uh dick hyman uh at columbia college and he always used to dick was a little older so they weren't that close a friend but he would always go down to greenwich village and try to catch you know dick playing and so he's always loved uh, jazz, and uh, he, of course, had this friend Rick Fay. He was working in uh, Matt was working in California with that Chavez uh, to help uh, establish some low-income housing, and he used to go to this uh, club every Wednesday night or whenever it was, and he would find Rick Fay playing there, who you know no one ever heard of, and. He just loved it, and he would—he was almost like Latrice. He would just sit in the table by himself and just listen and listen and record and record Rick. And they kept in close touch over the years. Rick worked at the uh, Los Angeles Dis- Disney Park, and uh, meanwhile we were living in Pittsburgh and Philly and Palm Beach and uh, eventually Florida here, uh, Clearwater, Florida. St. Petersburg, Florida, and 
when they opened Disney World in Orlando, Disney transferred Rick over to Orlando to set up all the jazz, uh, all the music in general. So Matt was thrilled that Rick was now in in our same area. It was moving to Florida, so we would go over there all the time and see Rick with his pearly band going around the Orlando resort, and then on a Every Saturday night, he would go to this little place called the Cork Room and put on a, a jazz program, and it was just a little, really nice little, uh, I don't know, not very elegant place, but they had good steaks and beer and stuff. Anyway, Rick would have his Hot Five group play there every Sunday night, so we we would be there. And then Matt finally asked Rick, he said, gee, I'd like to buy one of your cassettes or, you know, to... Just because I love hearing you, I'd like to keep hearing you when I'm in the car or something. And Rick said, "Oh, I've never recorded, you know." And and Matt said, "I can't believe that you've never recorded. I mean, good God!" And uh, uh, Matt said, "Well, let's record you so you have a little cassette or something to sell." So Matt, being extremely creative, he we just called up a studio. Matt said, "It can't be that difficult." We he called up a studio, he got the guys there for one day, and uh, uh, we recorded it. It's called uh, Live at Lone Pine. Lone Pine was the studio we used. And uh, I took photographs and just sort of made a collage. And Matt's secretary back here in uh, Clearwater just did the lettering and uh, for the cover, and we didn't know where I, how to get it printed, so we just went to Pip's Printing, and, and that's how we started. You know, it's just sort of amateurish. All right. Well, hey, listen, Rachel, congratulations again. Rachel Domber of Arbor's Records, winner of the Jazz Club of Sarasota's Satchmo Award, along with her uh, posthumously winning it with her late husband, Matt Domber. Thanks for your time, and uh, congratulations once again. Congratulations, Rachel. Thank you very much. Bye. Okay, Jan, we have about a minute till the break. I just thought of another movie what? that had a that had a Easter scene sure. with a Passover bent to it. Right. And that is Annie Hall. Annie Hall, that's the scene where they go to dinner uh, at the Hall family and it's Easter ham, it's Easter dinner. And Grammy Hall, he said, was a classic Jew hater and Jew she looked hater. at him and saw him with the Hasidic Right. Curls. Every yeah. time she looks at him, that's how she saw him. <laughs> and that has Christopher Walken as the brother who's Dwayne. so crazy, Wayne. And at Woody Allen says to him, well, Wayne, I have to go now. I'm wanted back on Earth. Uh, it's, yes. just, it's just some wonderful stuff. Yeah, Annie Hall has that classic Easter dinner scene. And then, of course, there's all of the uh, the ones that we think about, you know, Fiddler on the Roof, Jesus Christ Superstar, Ben-Hur, The Robe, you know, King of Kings, Greatest Story Ever Told. But you know what? Do you like Larry David? Oh, love him. Okay. There's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm called The Seder. And it is a riot. Uh, it is just, I mean, you have to like the dark humor, the really dark, twisted, cynical humor of Larry David. And then you'll like the Seder episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. There she is, Jan Wall. We'll come on back and we'll talk a little bit more about that with Heidi Rabin from the Contemporary Jewish Museum. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second.
1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. As soon as we're back out in our yard, yep, we get company. Dandelions, lurking crabgrass, and wheat-thin grass. But Scott's Turf Builder Triple Action takes care of them all. Now, with one bag, you can kill weeds, prevent crabgrass for up to four months, and feed for greener grass. Triple Action, so your lawn thrives, guaranteed. Only from Scott's. Weeds aren't welcome here. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a bag of Scott's Triple Action today. Your business ideas need a room to run wild. But there's no room for error when you're raising the bar. A reliable partner can make a real difference. That's the role of a realtor. An irreplaceable expert who represents your values. A reassuring voice of reason helping you research and reach the right decisions. So you can run your business without running the risk. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth.
Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. All right. Uh, well done, Scott, with the Dwayne quote there from Annie Hall. Rick Tittle with Jan Wall. Hey, and Rick. as I mentioned, yes. The whole white we'll... fanny thing? I, I don't know. That's a bad image. I'm not so good. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work to get that out of my head. Back to YouTube. <laughs> Uh, let's be. Uh, let's join now by. Um, is that word? Let's join. Heidi Rabin joins us. She is the curator of the Contemporary Jewish Museum, which is a great museum and really a fantastic uh, piece of architecture in between uh, Mission and um, Market Street here in downtown San Francisco. But we're here to talk about um, the Levi Strauss exhibit. It's called Levi Strauss: A History of American Style. Heidi, welcome to the show. And I think, you know, it goes beyond saying that here was this article of clothing that was, you know, made for miners during the gold rush that became high fashion. And I guess that's part of the journey that you study here, right? Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me this morning. Um, yes, we are fascinated equally by the legacy that this particular garment carries with it, um, what it was initially invented for how it has become so resilient over the last 150 years um, and really evolved over time to be able to be a part of the more kind of fashion conversation in contemporary times. Heidi, this is Jan Wall. I went to the, uh, you know, Houdini exhibit you've had, the Chagall exhibit you've had. Now I've gone to the Strauss exhibit you've had. I'm telling you, all these smart Jewish men, I can't stand it. It's so <laughs> fabulous. Uh, tell me, uh, with Levi Strauss, Here's this guy who invents this new, as Rick said, this new kind of fabric, and it takes off like crazy. Does he still face anti-Semitism? Um, of course he does. And, in fact, you know, in his early life, in, in being born in Butenheim in Bavaria, which was the Franconian region of Bavaria in Germany, um, the main reason why Levi Strauss and his family come to the United States is because of anti-Semitism. Um, and this is really the impetus for their entire family to move out west. So firstly, his brothers moved to New York and set up a dry goods business, um, kind of like a general store that was distributing wares um, across the East Coast. And due to that success, when the gold rush hits California, he comes out to California to open up the West Coast wing of that same business. Um, and due to the gold rush and all of the opportunity um, in California in particular, he becomes immensely successful and it's actually not until about 30 years after his arrival in San Francisco that he works to produce the blue jeans, the very first blue jeans, in partnership with one of his customers, another Latvian Jewish immigrant um, by the name of Jacob Davis. So Jacob Davis actually patents the first pair of copper riveted work pants, which later become known as blue jeans, um, and can't afford the patent on his own. So he and Levi Strauss team up together apply for the patent, and from there, the production levels just go crazy all over the West Coast, and, and he becomes a household name. Mm. Knowing the uh, Haas family like we do, and, of course, they owned the Oakland A's for a long time, and at that point, they were the best team in baseball with the highest payroll. They've been so philanthropic, and the money they've given to the arts, I'm sure the Haas family was um, someone that was very much in cooperation and maybe some of the artifacts they had as well with you. So this is such a great point, and especially now as we're facing such a challenging time all across the world, um, and particularly for the arts, this concept of philanthropy was one that was actually foundational in Levi Strauss's own life. 
So from the very beginnings of him arriving in San Francisco as a merchant, and like I said, a successful merchant even before the blue jeans were a part of his repertoire, um, he immediately becomes engaged in the local community, both the local Jewish community. He was a very early founding member of Temple Emmanuel in San Francisco um, and many different Jewish charities. And in addition, he was an incredibly important civic leader. So he at one point was, um, I can't remember if it was director or president of San Francisco Gas and Electric. He was on the um, civic, uh, excuse me, the city, I can't remember the size of the city council is what I was trying to say. Um, and so he actually played such an important leadership role and a, a philanthropic role, both for the city and for the local Jewish community, um, from his earliest days arriving in San Francisco. And this became a found, 